If you would, turn your Bibles to chapter 11, verse 28. And as we come to this Memorial Day, it reminds us of those that go before us, and we rejoice in that, and we rejoice in our memories, but it also reminds us of the burden that we carry because of sin. We carry this burden of There will be death. There's going to be death in this life. And there's no way around it. If you, I've said forever that if you live long enough, you'll die. And if you uh, love anybody, you're going to have hurt. And there's no way around it. There's just no way around it. And the best part of life is loving others. And the worst part of life is the loss of a loved one. And the word tells us that uh, this is the way that it is. But it also gives us great hope that we know that uh, this is not the end, that uh, this is part of our life, but that we can have eternal eternal, uh, life in heaven with those that we love and with Jesus. And so we have that eternal hope as well. So let's stand this morning and talk about the burden that is life and what Jesus says about it. Verse 28, chapter 11, Matthew. And this is Jesus speaking. Come to me, all you, ye who are, you, oh, goodness. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, And learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Let's pray. Lord, today, I pray that you would just help us to see. Father, we pray for the manifest spirit of Jesus to be seen today, that we can leave here and know that we have seen what you're talking about here today, Lord. Make it real into our lives. Help us to know that you seek to bear our burdens. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. I've been reading uh, along in a book by A.W. Tozer, and he speaks of the burden of life. And when he speaks of the burden of life, of living in this place where we live, he describes the burden of life as something that all men carry. From the richest person to the poorest person. All men carry the burden of life. And the burden is something that he says it hurts us, it exhausts us. The poor man works, we talked about it in Sunday school this morning. The poor man works and works and works and is exhausted just to stay alive. The rich man works and is exhausted to try to stay rich. We all carry a burden. It's the burden of life. No one escapes it. Now, you might look around and say, oh, that person there, he doesn't have any burdens. That person has everything together. That person has everything going on. No one escapes the burden of life. If you read in God's Word, he says, I wish that you were like little children. And he talks about that little children don't really know what the burden of life is for a little while, but eventually they feel it. 
But for a while, while they're children, if you, if you watch children, uh, the, the, you see that they don't uh, notice it maybe quite as bad. But I, as I've grown older, it seems like that the burden of life is becoming on our children younger and younger. When I was a kid, I don't really remember the burden of life maybe until I was in uh, <coughs> 6th or 7th grade. It was like 6th or 7th grade that I started noticing that uh, maybe my clothes weren't as nice as somebody else's. It wasn't that I didn't have nice clothes, but I, we didn't ever have name brand clothes. And I remember people talking about name brand clothes and name brand shoes and, and the pressure of trying to fit in and things like that. And I, I told my mom and dad, I said, I want to buy my own shoes with my own money because shoes became important to me. They were a status symbol. And I can remember the pressure of life and the pressure of being good at something, the pressure of, and it was about that time that I can really remember it. And uh, we introduced them to the pressure of school, and we're going to talk about this. But A.W. Tozer says, little children, little children, I'm quoting him right now, little children do not compare what they have to others. They receive gladly what they have without relating it to something that someone else has. And that's true while they're little, but I'm noticing it more and more as they get younger and younger. We see this even in the children at church that they uh, compare and uh, compare what they have. And the burden of life comes upon them at a younger and younger age. They have the burden to perform for their parents at school and activities, and it's pushed on them at a younger and younger age. The burden of life is felt more and more by those who are younger. It's a crushing burden. It brings stress. It brings anxiety. And it is everywhere that you look. And the burden of life is real. And I want you to know today, Satan seeks to bury you in it. Listen to me. He seeks to bury you in it. He seeks to pile on the burden of life and he will do whatever he can to burden you down and he will make you seek to find stress, I mean, seek to, to, for you to find relief from the stress of the burden in any way you can find it, whether it's alcohol or drugs or sex or even death. Folks, Satan seeks to get you to look to anywhere you can to find relief from the burden of life. And we don't want to talk about these things, but the burden of life is real. And Jesus spoke about the burden. And Jesus talks about this burden, and he speaks about it in a way that it never stops. I think I can, I can remember songs that talks about when the burdens were lifted and, and all these things. I have not found a place in the word that says that the burdens of this life are taken away in this life. It is only in the life to come when our burdens will be completely gone. But, and I don't want to be Johnny Raincloud, but the truth of the matter is you will carry burdens through this whole life. No one escapes it. But I've got good news, so don't, I mean, I feel like I'm just bringing you down and down. Stay with me. Stay with me. 
And it's uh, more than just, and some people think, you know, it's just because some people are poor and it's not because of poverty <coughs> or my place in society. It's not because of my race that I carry this burden. Everyone carries the burden. Everyone has something that pushes down on them. The black man has something that pushes down on them. Women have something that pushes down on them. Men have something that pushes down on them. No matter what your race, no matter what your culture, no matter what your sex, no matter what place in society you have, you carry this burden and no one escapes it. And uh, outside of... uh, uh, there, there are no remedies for it. The burden is eternal. In, in, is, the burden is internal. And rest can only come by someone coming alongside and helping bear the burden with you. And so I want to talk about some of the burdens that we carry today. Much of the burden that we have in our own life is brought on by ourselves. We have so much pride and who we are. And as I was reading this, it, it talked about, it says, think about all the hurt that we endure because we worry about what people have said about us. We try to protect ourselves from everything that has ever been said about us. And we, and we learn about this as you watch TV, you, talk, you see people who are upset all the time because of something they've said on Facebook and then someone else says something and then someone else says something and they try to correct everything that is and it becomes this eternal, internal burden that they carry. And we worry about what everybody says about us. We worry about any kind of criticism that we ever receive. And and we think about it and we dwell about it. And how are we going to get back and how are we going to do this? We protect our ego and this is a huge burden that we bear all through life. And we're on guard day and night listening. And we're thinking, what did someone mean by that? Or what did they mean by that person saying that? And it will exhaust you and consume you this burden of protecting our ego. And we have to come to the place where we see the truth about who we are. And the truth about who we are is we're nobody apart from Jesus. Apart from Jesus, we are no one. And we have to get to the place to where we see ourselves as no one. That everything I am is Christ and I am nothing without Him. I must see myself as nothing apart from God. We have the burden of making sure that I am seen as acceptable to the society that I live in. Uh, The burden of artificiality, the burden of pretense, uh, the inability to enjoy. We have this burden because we have this, we're not able to enjoy what we have because I want what someone else has. I have this, but someone has something better someone has something bigger someone has something newer someone has something nicer and we're always afraid of someone one-upping us you ever have you ever get something new and then somebody else drive by and something bigger and you're just like we're so caught up in this in the world that we live in that we can't enjoy what we have because somebody else has something different We're always afraid that someone's going to find out that we're not as great as we've made ourselves out to be. We wear makeup 
to hide our age. I can tell you what, my wife is one of the meanest people in the world. She had a birthday yesterday, and I took her to Branson. I took This just came to my mind. I took her to Branson, and as you know, Lacey and Josh and her little, our little grandkids are living with us. And she said, now, tomorrow is my birthday. And we left, we went to Branson on Friday, and she said, now, tomorrow is my birthday. And I just want you to know, when Nanny comes back home, her face will be laying way down. It's going to fall. It's just going to fall. And it's not anybody's fault. It's just what happens when you're 27 years old. She said, your face will fall. And their little, my little granddaughters were like, really? And she's like, yeah, yeah. And so yesterday afternoon they came home and my wife took scotch tape and pulled her face down and taped her face like this and had a, had a mask, not a mask, but a scarf around her face. And I met the little grandkids at the door and I said, look, I said, don't say anything to Nanny because her face fell. And I said, just, just be careful. It's, we're terrible people. So my little granddaughters walk in, they're all like, and and Cindy goes, well, I just want to show you my face. And so she pulls that out, and it was so good of a tape job that they were just like, (laughs) Lila wouldn't even come to her. She was just like, then she pulled the tape off. But but we, I don't know what that has to do with anything, but we wear makeup to hide, we want to hide, we want to hide what we, we, we look like. We color our hair. I mean, think about it. This is, this is all real. I don't make this stuff up. We buy new clothes. We buy new cars and new houses to keep up our appearance. I, read, I was listening to the radio the other day. They said that they believe that the newest, one of the newest, biggest trends is going to be makeup for men. I'm not making this stuff up. God help us. I will never wear makeup, ever. But they say this is this, because it comes in, it pushes on everybody. The burden of keeping up appearances is real. And we seek to be uh, accepted by those around us. And it's a burden that we bear. Then we bear the burden of death. Because of sin, we carry the burden of death and the pain of loss. And if you live long enough, you will not be able to escape the burden of death and dealing with loss. And the questions of death brings regrets and loneliness, and it's a terrible burden to bear. We also bear the burden of fear, of failing. No one wants to fail. Everybody wants to be looked upon as someone who is excess. We all fear failure. And we have all felt at some time or another that we have failed. And then we bear the, the, the burden of guilt and regret. Everybody bears the burden of regret. And I'm just going to tell you that this fear of failure, this fear of how do I appear, this fear of guilt and regret, I'm telling you, Satan just piles it on and it's real and he seeks to bury you in it 
and he tells you, you're a failure, you did this, you're not good enough, did you hear what they said about you, their stuff is better than yours, you're ugly, you're old, you're fat, you're skinny, and plus uh, all these things, and you're no longer what you need to be, and so you have all these things bearing down on you. So what's the answer? Say, Pastor, you, you completely made us all miserable this morning. What is the answer? Hey, here's the deal. What I'm saying is true. And everyone here is bearing some sort of burden like this. So what is the answer? Because I think we'll all have to agree that we have this problem. What is the solution? The word says that we will toil and labor until we die. So in this life, we will bear this burden. And we would love, wouldn't it be great if Jesus would just take all the burdens away? Just remove all of them? Just, just, get, just completely, there's no more people saying bad things about you. Everybody's kind to each other. Everybody's nice to each other. Nobody says one bad thing about anybody. Wouldn't that be a wonderful place? Wouldn't it be a wonderful place if there wasn't any disease or anything like that? And there was no death? Why doesn't just God remove all the burdens doesn't he doesn't god understand the pressure of pain of life of course he does jesus walked this road with us there is no one who has carried the burden of life more than jesus christ himself he knows exactly where we are and jesus says come to me When you feel like this, when the burden of life is on you, the only answer is come to me. Join with me. That's the only way out. The the burdens are not going to go away. They are not going to go away. They will not be fixed. You're always going to feel it. There's always going to be somebody pushing you down. There's always going to be somebody somewhere saying, you're not good enough, you don't look right, you don't have enough, you're not the way you're supposed to be. There's always going to be someone you love who is not going to be around forever. I'm sorry, but that's the way that it is. And Jesus says, I can't take that away because it's a part of the the sting of sin. I can't take that away here, but I can later. And he says, everybody's going to feel this. And he says, don't turn to anything else because nothing else is going to help you. Alcohol, Drugs, women, buying things, money, it will not fix it. The only thing we can do is to turn to him, and he says, I will refresh your soul. I want to read what it says out of the Amplified Bible. It says, come to me, all you who are labor and are heavy laden and overburdened. I didn't ask you to raise your hands this morning, but if we were honest this morning, I said, are you overburdened? There would be some of you this morning, if you were dead honest, you would say, man, that's me, I'm there, I'm there. Some of you are so close to some of these things that we're talking about this morning that I believe you, you're there. It says, come to me, you who are overburdened, and I will cause you to rest. When you're under a burden, you feel like, how in the world do I get any rest out of this? Just just take it away. He doesn't say he's going to take it away, but he says, I'll give you rest. And then he says, take my yoke, which means join with me. Just join with me. Attach yourself to me. If you look up in the word, it says, when you say, when Jesus says, believe in me, believe in me, believe in me, believe in me, that word believe means adhere. 
It means stick, stuck to, adhesive. He says, stick yourself to me. Attach yourself to me. Take my yoke upon you. Learn of me, for I am gentle and meek and humble and lowly in heart, and you will find rest here. And when he says rest, he says relief and ease and refreshment and recreation and blessed quiet. Does that sound good to anybody? Man, some of you are in the, in the burden. You're in the burden. You're in that place where you're carrying the burden. If someone said if you could have rest and relaxation and recreation, you'd be sign me up. And Jesus says, that's what I bring. He says, I don't take the burden away. But in the midst of it, I bring this stuff. And he says, my yoke is wholesome, useful, good, and it's not harsh. It's not hard. It's not sharp or pressing. It's a comfortable yoke. It's pleasant. And my burden is light and easy to be borne. Is Jeremiah still here? Joe, will you and Jeremiah, both of you come? I want you both to come. I didn't ask Joe, but I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask Jeremiah to come. Jeremiah is going to represent all of us this morning. Because the burden of life starts when we're not very old. And I have not tried this, so I hope this works. And Jeremiah is a little old kid, and I doubt if he's compared to some of the burdens we've had to... You know, the truth of the matter is, Jeremiah's probably carried a lot of burdens in his life. But, let's just say that as he gets older, some kids at school say, Boy, Jeremiah, you need to... How come you're not getting better grades? You need to get better grades. And so they put that on there. Grab a hold of that. Grab a hold of that corner, Jeremiah, and try to drag that. Wait just a second. Before this burden was on here, you got any trouble dragging that? Pick it up and drag it. Pretty easy, ain't it? Okay. Jeremiah, now I'm not saying this, but I'm saying somebody might say this to you. You're just not very smart. You just don't do school like everybody else does. Has anybody ever said that to you? Any kids say that to you? Not yet. They will. <laughs> got bad news for you. It's a life lesson. Jeremiah, try to drag that getting harder okay stop oh I'll get it how come you're not as good at baseball as everybody else drag that one see how that one goes getting harder okay I'm going to drag it back over here Jeremiah probably felt pretty good about himself till he came to church this morning. <laughs> Your clothes aren't like everybody else's. Your bike's not as nice as everybody else's. You ain't got the same games as everybody else. Drag on that. Hey, before you drag on it, Hey, I'm telling you, this stuff is real. He may not feel it yet, but he's going to probably quicker than what you want him to. Now drag on it a little bit, Jeremiah. Getting harder? Okay, stop. 
I didn't think of this when I first came up with this idea, but I think it's going to be pretty good. I'm not going to sit on that, no. Huh? He wasn't going to pull. But, because I didn't know how much weight he could pull. But I was going to have somebody sit on it. Because eventually in someone's, in his life, he's going to have a wife and he's going to have the burden of a family. And although it's wonderful, here's the deal. Your family sometimes is a burden. And then I was just going to have someone sit there just to, just to represent people because he's going to have relationships and he's going to have hurt and he's going to carry that. And he's going to have folks die. And he's going to carry that. Now, when I was saying those mean things to him, which I was just joking, you didn't probably like that very much, did you? You don't want, you don't want him to bear that, do you? No, not at all. Not at all. He doesn't want you to bear that at all. And when you see him yanking on that, wouldn't you just like to help him? No, he's about to. He's about to. <laughs> I want you to see, Joe is Jeremiah's dad. And I'm, tell, I'm telling you, folks, grab that corner and just pull a little bit. Try to drag it just a little bit. See how hard that is for him to drag? Okay, stop. <laughs> hey, there's a bunch of little kids trying to drag the burden of life. Way littler than they need to be. Dragging the burden of life. You're not good enough. I'm better at you than this. I got this stuff. And then there's a bunch of adults dragging the same. Here's my stuff's better than yours. And dad is standing there the whole time. Just, I just want to help you. I can't take that stuff away. That's the burden of life. I just want to help you. I'd just love to join in with you. If you'll just ask me, I'll, I'll join with you. Just join with me and I'll, and, I'll, and I'll come right alongside of you. The burden's still going to be there, but I'm going to help you. Don't turn to anybody. And, and people turn. And kids like Jeremiah, they turn to everything else. If I take this, this will make me feel better. If I do this, if I say this on, if I can get enough likes or I can get whatever, that'll make it, it won't change the burden. He's just dragging the burden. The only thing that'll help is if he comes to his dad and says, hey, can you help me? Grab a hold of this side. You grab a hold of this side. And you grab a hold of that side. Now, pull. Keep going. Boy, that seems a lot easier, doesn't it? You could just keep going. You could do that for days, couldn't you? Was that hard for you? No, it wasn't hard. You guys can sit down. It wasn't hard for Joe. I picked Joe because he's really big and strong. (laughs) (laughs) But isn't that the way our Heavenly Father is? See, he was way easier when when the Heavenly Father comes along and you yoke up with him. Have you ever thought, if I'm yoked up with God, is there anything that he can't pull me through? When you're hooked to God, when you're hooked to God, and when Joe started bull- pulling, let's just be honest, Jeremiah wasn't pulling at all. <laughs> he was just walking alongside. But God gives us that promise, and He says, "This is what this is the picture of what it is." The Father sees a struggle, and He said, "All you got to do is come to Me. If you'll just come to Me, come to Me, you who are heavy laden. Come to Me when you're carrying around a bunch of stuff like this. Just come to Me, join Me, and I'll help you." I'll help you. But we just, we just try to drag it around ourselves. And it just becomes something that just weighs us down and Satan just tries to bury us. And he tries to do it to our little kids. And I'm telling you folks, it's real. And he tries to do it to us 
at every age of our life, he just tries to bury us in our burden. And he's standing there just like Joe was. And Joe said, I just wanted to jump in and help him. He wants to jump in and help us, but we have to ask him to come and, and we have to join him. And, and when he does, he just grabs a hold of it and it just eases that burden. The burden doesn't go away. Doesn't change the fact that you've had hurt in your life. Doesn't change the fact that there's still people that are mean. and doesn't change those things. The burden is still there. The burden's still there. Life is still life. Wouldn't it be a lot easier if God was pulling on it with you? Man, what a beautiful picture of what Jesus seeks to do. I was watching Joe there, and Joe was just like, I'd really like to help. I really like to, I don't like, I don't like my kid burdened like that. I don't like people saying that about my kid. I hate that my kid has to bear that burden. And Jesus is the same way. I hate that people are so mean to my kid. I hate that. I hate that they have to go through this. I hate that they're in the middle of this. I'd really like to just come alongside and help them. That's what God seeks to do this morning. I'd like for our praise team to come. Jesus says, let me pull the burden of this life. Quit worrying about people and what they think and attach yourself to me. Quit worrying about what you have and take what I give you and attach yourself to me. Go where I lead. Keep your eyes on where I'm going and not on the things of this world. The burdens will not be taken away, but when you attach yourself to me, I bear them for you. I make the load light. Oh, little old Jeremiah, he could have gone, he could have walked for hours like that. It becomes refreshing. It becomes restful. It's no more harsh, no more heavy, heavy laden, no more overburdened. Just attach yourself to Jesus. Go with him. Let him pull it. Let him carry the burden. Let him lead you. This morning, there's some folks here bearing burdens. I know that. I know that. And Jesus says, I can't take them away, but I can come alongside you and bear them with you. And I can give you rest from it. But you have to say, I want to join you right where you're at and just take this from me. I want you to stand this morning. I don't know where you're at this morning or what's going on in your life. But I think there's probably some of you this morning who really need Dad to come alongside and grab the other corner and bear it for you today. We're going to open up the altars, and maybe you just like to say, God, I just, God, could you do what I just saw up here? God, would you just do that in my heart this morning? Just come alongside and bear my burdens with me. Take them, bear them for me this morning. Join Jesus where he is and allow him to do this. Our altars are open this morning. If you'd like to pray, come as we sing our song this morning.